0: a brand new episode of wrestling with siblings i'm your host Celia and this is my co host, host armando
1: hi guys i'm armando and welcome to wrestling with siblings
0: welcome back let's get started with monday night raw a lot has happened over the last couple of months but randy orton is now the new wwe champion he obviously defeated drew mcintyre i believe eight days ago at hell in a cell
1: yeah, and he comes out saying that you know he deserves being the 14 time champion. That he has been there because he's pretty much put in the time. That nobody handed him anything. That he wasn't protected by Triple H, Ric Flair, or Evolution. And if anybody wants to take the title away from him, that come down to the ring. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Drew McIntyre, the Fiend, Keith Lee, you name it. He pretty much said whoever wants to take the title, I'm right here in the ring.
0: And I can't blame Randy Orton for being as confident as he is. I mean, that guy has earned the respect over the last couple of years. He's a 14-time champion for a reason. And the fact that he goes out there and he's confident enough lets you know, no matter who steps up, Randy Orton will be ready for you.
1: Definitely have to agree with you. And I think as Randy Orton keeps getting older, he becomes better and better in the ring. And I think he's at his prime, if you want to call it that way.
0: Yes, he's definitely at one of his primes, we'll, we'll say it that way. But now he's found himself in, in a circumstance where everybody's targeting him. He has McIntyre after him, he has Alexa Bliss and The Fiend after him. Pretty much, he has the biggest target in WWE right now. Why? Because he's a WWE champion and obviously The Fiend and Alexa do not like him. We still haven't found out the reason why, but it appears that it falls back into what happened a couple years ago when he burnt down bray wyatt's house
1: and speaking of having a target in his back you're missing one more person and that's the miss the miss is now the money in the bank winner so that's a huge target because at any moment the miss could cash in and be the wwe champion so that's a huge disadvantage for randy orton
0: and that's exactly what he tried to do tonight the miss tried cashing in his money in the bank after drew mcintyre comes out and claymores randy orton and We know Miz. He's one of the ultimate opportunists. He takes advantage of every opportunity that he gets, and he saw this as one. He got very, very, very lucky that that bell did not ring because if it would have rang, he would have lost the money in the bank.
1: Yeah, and Drew McIntyre is going to do whatever is in his power to stop the Miz from cashing in white because Drew McIntyre wants to be the one to dethrone Randy Orton
0: yes and therefore the Miz and morrison they challenge drew mcintyre to a two-on-one handicap a- match obviously this lets you know how confident the Miz is in morrison and how confident morrison is on the Miz. yeah
1: and keep in mind alexa bliss comes out and he continues to play those mind games along with the fiend randy orton as well
0: and i think these are different types of mind games because keep in mind the last time somebody played mind games on randy orton it was bray wyatt and aside from that it was the undertaker I think he's ready, he's had his first share, and I think he's gonna go in with a mentality of like, I know what I'm getting myself into. Yes, it's unpredictable, but he's definitely ready. All right, let's move on to the very first match of the night, which is Elias versus Jeff Hardy.
1: Even after Elias has been gone for a while, he still seems to be getting interrupted by the superstars over and over again.
0: Yes, and this particular match, it was a guitar and a pole match. Originally, I thought that whoever got hit with the guitar first was going to win, but that wasn't the case. You still had to get the pinfall. It appears that this feud has been long time coming. I don't know if you guys remember a couple months ago when Jeff Hardy was seen driving a car. He kind of ran into Elias, and that's why Elias has t- has taken repercussions against Jeff Hardy.
1: Yeah, and Jeff Hardy is over with this feud. He could guitar right away because he wanted to finish the match right away. He's like, you know what? I'm done with Elias. I don't want to be part of this, so what does he do? As soon as the match starts, he guns it all the way down to get the guitar, to bring it down, and unfortunately, he's not successful, and Elias stops him at that moment.
0: Yes, it's Elias' advantage. He knows this like the palm of his hands, but you do have to give credit where credit is due. I think Jeff Hardy has had a great return ever since he came back. I think he's been intriguing. I think he's had one of the best returns we've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, and not only that, and I think him transferring over to raw is going to benefit him he's got a fresh new roster to work with new feeds that we're going to see and putting him against Elias was a great idea
0: yes and Elias obviously has a new album now so if you haven't listened to it go ahead and and do that but I also feel like now is the time to build Elias as a championship material competitor I think it's been long overdue for him to hold a championship and I think he really is at that level where he can handle himself as a champion
1: yeah if he wouldn't have lost His qualification match to be in the Survivor Series team, he would have been one of my picks for sure. I think it's time and he's ready to go into championship material, like you said, as well.
0: 100%. All right, let's move on to Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler.
1: Kind of weird because these four women are going to be part of the same team at the Survivor Series. And the only issue that I see here is that they're not going to get along. Why? Because they want a shot at that tag team gold.
0: Yes, but I also feel like if they were to get on the same page, this could possibly be the best team out of the two. Obviously, we haven't seen the SmackDown team, so we don't know exactly what that looks like. But as of right now, they have the powerhouse of Shayna and Nia Jax. They have people like Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose who can maintain their stance inside of the ring and know exactly what they're doing. I know this would be the team to fear.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you. Mandy Rose and and Dana Brooke have been working very, very well together. They keep on improving week after week after week. And, you know, it's a, it's a team that Nia Jax and Shayna Blazer need to take serious because this team could potentially be down them. And again, going on Nia Jax and Shayna Blazer, they seem to be getting along. You know, at first they were kind of like, okay, you know, they're letting their eagles get the best of them. But now they're getting along and this is going to be a dangerous team to
0: beat. Yes. And like you said, I think Mandy and Dana are... A huge, huge target and someone very, very dangerous for Shayna and Nia. And I say this because at some point, Dana Brooke had gotten the win. She had actually gotten the one, two, three. However, the ref was not paying attention because he was too focused on Lana. And I think this was a strategy from Lana because she gets, she keeps getting put through tables every single week. By Nia and Shayna, so she, I think her mentality was like, if I go help them, I'm gonna have them on my side now, and that's exactly what she tried to do. But nope, she was wrong. Even after that, they still put it through the table.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke were expecting Lana to be out there ringside, especially try to help him out and get some revenge on Nia Jax after she's been putting her through the table for the past couple of weeks.
0: Yes. All right, let's move on to our Truth versus Bobby Lashley. Again, 24/7 Championships rules cannot be applied into this match so therefore our truth comes out and he's like you know what man just pin me he just lays himself on the floor and he's like go ahead come on let's just just pin me and I think truth does this because he doesn't want to go through that pain why would anybody want to be put in that situation and go through that entire pain
1: more strategy by our truth I would probably would have done the same I wouldn't want anything of the full announcement of Bobby Lashley and hey what happens? Bobby Lashley's like, nope, I'm going to put you in pain and I'm going to give you the Bobby Nelson or the full Nelson, whatever you guys want to call it.
0: At the end of the day, it wasn't about winning. It was about hurting somebody and proving a point. And that's exactly what the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley wanted to prove. And he did that with R-Truth tonight. All right. AJ Styles. He basically comes out and he's like, you know what? Raw has the advantage. Raw has the best team. Let me introduce you guys to my team. He brings out Sheamus and he brings out Keith Lee. Right off the bat, looking at AJ Styles, someone as experienced as AJ, someone who's had all these matches and has been partners with pretty much anybody in the world. And then seeing somebody like Keith Lee, yes, he just started, but he's a major powerhouse. He knows exactly what he's doing inside of the ring. And then you have somebody like Sheamus who, again, is very dangerous, can strike at any given moment. I could already tell you, this is a powerful team.
1: Not only that, but he's got a little bit of experience and that hungry Keith Lee wants to make it a name for himself in the main roster and he is slowly doing it. The way this team is shaping up, this is looking like a very, very serious team and, you know, who knows, Raw might end up getting the win and, again, AJ Styles addressing that he's going to be the team captain, that he's going to lead this team to victory. So we'll see what happens on that.
0: Raw getting a win would be huge. Can you imagine Seth Rollins who led the team last year into survivor series and couldn't get a single win for raw i mean that that must be devastating for seth rollins but given the fact that now he's on smackdown that doesn't really matter getting back into aj he calls himself the captain he wasn't crowned the captain he didn't win anything the team didn't vote on him to become captain he just automatically called himself the captain now i understand why he would do that he's aj styles right but his team doesn't seem too happy to have him as a captain.
1: Yeah, the only issue that I see is egos, again, getting the best of each other, of Keith Lee and Sheamus, and not agreeing on these terms. But again, AJ looks like he's building up a great team.
0: Braun Strowman comes out, and he's like, I'm part of this team. He immediately inserted himself inside of the team, and AJ and everybody else was questioning why did we have to qualify, and why are you just placed inside of this match? And he makes a point. He doesn't have to do that because he's the monster. And Adam comes out and he's like, you know what? I want you as part of my team. So, therefore, AJ suggests, you know what? Maybe we should have a triple threat. So, that becomes official. And if Braun Strowman wins, he becomes a part of the Raw team.
1: Yeah. Again, AJ Styles making a great decision uh, putting these three men together. And from there, he gets to see what his team is made out of.
0: Yes. So, Keith Lee versus Sheamus versus Braun stroman braun stroman right off the bat you can tell how motivated he is how focused he is and how badly he wants to be a part of the Ross River series team and i don't think it's just that it's just the fact that he's hungry after he lost the universal championship he kind of reinvented himself and he was kind of like you know what i lost the universal championship if i don't prove myself now again it's not gonna. I'm not going to get another opportunity.
1: Yeah, and I think Keith Lee also had a lot to do with it, too. Why? Because Keith Lee pushed him to the limit and be like, you know what, if I want to get past Keith Lee, I have to go above and beyond. And I think putting him with Keith Lee was also great, like I said, because he is showing more of what he is capable of doing. And what we saw today in this match from Braun Strowman, he's just looking unstoppable, man. I mean, if I was on a SmackDown site, that's one of the guys <laughs> that I wouldn't want to be have in a Survivor Series elimination match.
0: Speaking of why you wouldn't want to have him in a Survivor Series elimination match is because he broke the entire barricade just by running into it. Can you imagine what he can do to these five men? Having him as an asset on the Raw team is probably the greatest thing that had happened to this Raw team. And like I'm saying, this is going to be the most dangerous team to step foot into. This 5-on-5 match.
1: And not only that, but in this match, look at the way he moves, the speed. I mean, the way he just runs through everybody. He does things that no athlete has done for his size.
0: Yes, and he ends up victorious. He ends up winning. But you also have to give credit where credit is due. Sheamus. Sheamus has been doing incredible ever since he came back as well. His feud with Jeff Hardy, I think, really took him to a whole nother level. And now that he's on Raw, that change has definitely been, been good on him and... Those bro kicks, man, he can just execute those out of nowhere.
1: And he almost had a huge win today. If it wasn't for Braun Strowman being aware of the situation and capitalizing on the moments, I think Sheamus would have had the victory and Braun Strowman wouldn't have qualified on being part of the Raw team.
0: Now that he is a part of the Raw team, AJ comes in and you can tell he wants them to all be on the same page. He's celebrating every victory every time he sees Keith Lee and braun shake hands or when he sees braun and sheamus shake hands he is very happy because he's like if they're on the same page we are going to take this team to victory but at the end of the day egos clash and you can't trust anyone
1: yeah and again the confidence of braun Strowman, like you were talking about he's trying to bring everybody together and be like look we could win let's set our differences aside let's all shake hands and you know let let's get through this so like i said this raw team is shaping up to be pretty good
0: Yes, I would be very, very careful if I was a SmackDown So
1: that's four members that we know from Raw. They are missing one more. Let us know who you guys want that uh, fifth member of the Raw roster to be to participate in the Survivor Series match.
0: Personally, I think Drew McIntyre deserves to be a part and deserves that fifth spot in the Survivor Series team.
1: Definitely agree with you on that. Um, If it would have been... Uh, Drew McIntyre, I would have picked Bobby Lashley. But as you guys know, Bobby Lashley is going to defend. Not defend, I'm sorry. He's going to have a match with Sami Zayn at Survivor Series. But I agree with you. Drew McIntyre would be a great addition to the team as well.
0: 100%. All right, let's move on to Nia Jax versus Lana. This is just, at this point, they're just trying to hurt poor Lana. But I can guarantee you this is going to end up great for Lana at some point. It's going to pay off.
1: Yeah, Lana just has to keep working hard. And again, she really impressed us today because she kept on fighting, even though she she was being brought down and, and getting beat up by Nia Jack. She kept on fighting, and at moments you were like, "Okay, she might get it, she might get it." But again, you got to give credit to Lana.
0: Yes, and you know the odds are completely against Lana at all times. But as Armando said, that dedication, that determination of "I want to be here, I want this." so badly it's what's going to end up paying off in the long run and again Nia Jax what can we really say about her she's a tag team champion right now and she's completely taking over you know you can tell that the time off that she took and now her coming back has really helped her and it has really put her career at a, at a new stance.
1: I think having someone with the same attitude and personality as she does and as she has in the ring putting her with Shayna Blazer and being able to connect has brought her confidence up a little
0: more as well 100% agree with you on that one all right let's move on to the hurt business Lashley pretty much comes out with the hurt business and he's told that he's the best of the best you know and he he's not gonna play any games at Survivor Series he's ready for somebody like Sami Zayn and he's not very happy because Sami Zayn says he only represents the United States, and that Sammy represents an entire continent. At the end of the day, Bobby Lashley doesn't care. He's there to hurt somebody. He's there to prove a point And he's there to take that win home for Raw.
1: And not only that, but he's also going out and being, you know what, we took care of retribution when WWE didn't. So what was part of the deal? We want gold. We want those tag team titles. So again, MVP doing what he does best, taking care of business, and making his team trying to get some more gold getting them that opportunity
0: and speaking of gold the tag team champions come out the new day and they are proud of their accomplishments they are proud to be 10 time champions and they're not scared of the hurt business and this leads into a match between the new day and the hurt business and if the hurt business wins and they could potentially get a win. This might put them at the number one contendership for the for the titles.
1: Definitely, I love what is going on with the Hurt business. I think they're probably, other than the New Day, the next top tag team in in RAW right now. I mean, there's just they they've been doing so good.
0: I think it's a very well executed team when you think about. You have your powerhouse. You have your high flyers. You have. You know, those mid-carters, you have absolutely everybody that you need in this team for it to succeed. And I think MVP and WWE themselves did a great job at putting this entire team together. And it's going to be very hard to take them all out. They took out Retribution single-handedly, basically.
1: Me, personally, I would have loved to see these guys represent Raw in the Survivor Series team. But again, the teams are already being picked just because of what the Hurt Business has been doing
0: these past couple of months. Yes, I do agree with you on that one. I would have loved to see all of them represent Team Raw. And I think maybe Raw would have taken the win home. But again, as you said, teams are being chosen. I have to give credit to Cedric Alexander. I think he's been great always been great but I think there's a new fire to him there's a new dedication there's new focus there's a new it's like he sees new goals and into the future now that he's been inside of the Hurt Business I think that's been one of the best things that has happened to Cedric Alexander
1: and same thing with Shelton Benjamin we've seen the confidence in both athletes ever since they joined MVP and the Hurt Business they're just they're rising to stardom quick and I mean what they've been doing in the ring and today it was just amazing they made a statement to the New Day and they were like okay you know what you just don't have to worry about the Street Profits. You also have to worry about us. We are a serious tag team, and you guys better watch your backs because we're coming for those tag teams. And today, they made that statement.
0: They did. And I don't think New Day is ready for what the Hurt Business has in story. Yes, they are the champions. Yes, they have been through battles and battles and battles. But at this point, they're unpredictable. You cannot know what you could possibly expect From somebody like the Hurt Business, they are always one step ahead. And if a New Day doesn't capitalize on that, and if they don't realize, you know what, they're always one step ahead, they're going to fall behind and potentially lose the tag team championships.
1: Keep in mind, there's four members of the Hurt Business, and there's only two in the New Day. When the New Day is going to face the Hurt Business, they don't know who they're going to face. If they're going to face Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley or MVP and Shelton. So they could always mix those tag teams around, and that's the huge advantage that the, her business has over the new day being able to mix those tactics and be like okay you know because the new day is not going to be able to prepare for any of those tactics
0: and one thing i've noticed is that they always change their strategy mvp has kept them so focused and so dedicated that he's like you know what if we use the same strategy we're not going to end up winning i see them changing it up all the time they keep each other fresh and at the end of the day that's all you can really ask for
1: and we saw that in today's match what happens They take advantage of the two-on-one situation really quick. They use their speed, and they're able to capitalize and get the win. So don't be surprised if down the road they get a tag team title match opportunity.
0: Yes. All right, let's move on to Ricochet versus Tucker. And you have Ali kind of just staring, lingering around, kind of wondering what's going to happen. He comes out and ricochet you can tell he's distracted but he's distracted in a good way he's like you know what i have to win this match and i have to do it quick if i do not do it quick i am going to get jumped pretty much by retribution and that's exactly what happened he won was able to get the win and right after that got attacked by retribution
1: yeah didn't give tucker any chance at all to capitalize or build any offensive and sure enough what you said was correct ali comes out wanders the ring and stocks the, stocks ricochet and what ends up happening he ends up being attacked by retribution
0: yes and ali and retribution give no explanation as to why they're targeting somebody like ricochet what has ricochet ever done to them i don't really know but this is intriguing and i can't wait to see the rest of it
1: i think the retribution is trying to make a statement to the entire locker room and they're slowly going to start making their way through each and every single one of the superstars keep in mind that her business is probably not going to get involved because they already took care of their business so the superstars get involved with retribution don't you know don't be expecting the herpins to go out there maybe once in a while but i don't think they're going to go out there as much
0: 100 percent agree with you on that one. let's um, move on to our main event which is mr money in the bank the Miz and morrison versus drew mcintyre
1: right from the get-go mcintyre with the disadvantage just because it's a 2-1-1 match. But again, McIntyre asked for this match, and this is what he wanted. I don't know, man. What I saw of McIntyre tonight, he seems to be unstoppable. hes I think he's even more motivated. I think this is what he needed, get that loss so he could get back his momentum, and just he, he pretty much ran through the competition today.
0: I 100% agree with you on that one. He went into this match with the disadvantage, and I'll, I'll tell you why. One, not only is he facing two people in this match one of the smartest competitors probably in all of WWE which is The Miz right but he also has somebody like Randy Orton Randy Orton who could have attacked them because as far as we know this feud isn't over just yet Drew McIntyre wants his championship back he wants to recuperate what he lost but aside from that because he put himself in a situation with Randy Orton Maybe The Fiend could have came out and also attacked Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is also a man that has targets on his back.
1: Yeah, why? Because they see him as a threat and they have to get past Drew McIntyre in order to get the Randy Orton. And I think McIntyre made that statement today and be like, look, if you guys want to get the Randy first, you got to get through me because in my eyes, I'm the number one contender.
0: Exactly. He is. And... I think eventually he'll face Randy again. I don't think he's going to beat him. I think that's the end of the McIntyre feud for now. But he does need, I think, another championship. And that could potentially be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the United States Championship. I guess we shall find out. I think The Miz is doing a fantastic job as winning in the bank. Brilliant decision. But we're going to have to wait and see when he cashes in.
1: And Randy Orton has to be super careful. Why? Because the one thing we learned from The Miz is he takes the opportunity like that. And we saw a little bit of it today. Like you said, he is one of the smartest competitors ever. And we also saw it in this match. Once Drew McIntyre started to dominate, they started targeting his leg and his drop, And then from there, quickly, John Morrison and The Miz kept the match two-on-one with those quick tags. So Drew McIntyre couldn't dominate. And then from there as soon as Drew McIntyre started to dominate, it was just bogging from there. It was was pretty much over for them.
0: I 100% agree with you on that one. All right, that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Wrestling With Siblings. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Become a part of the siblings today. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for, I wonder what does WWS stand for?
1: Wrestling With Siblings. Thank you, guys, and see you.